Welcome to the Life After Sugar podcast, the podcast that's not just about sugar, but about your relationship with it and also with food and especially with yourself. So if you want to discover your life after sugar and hear inspiring stories from all kinds of people who also cut out sugar in their way, at their pace, for their own reasons, this is the podcast for you. Because you know, when you take away the sugar, you can finally discover the real sweetness in your life. I'm your host, Netta Gorman, and today's episode is a chat with Véronique, who's from Quebec, Canada, and she tells us how she broke free from sugar and got her power back. Now, Véronique followed the Life After Sugar program in French a couple of years ago and is now celebrating her third year being free from sugar. Just before we have our chat, I'd like to invite you over to my website, aftersugarclub.com, so that you can check out the Life After Sugar program, but also all the other resources there, including all the podcast episodes and free videos for you to watch about what to eat, how to start, and also about gut health and sugar. And while you're there, download your simple guide to getting more energy with less sugar and my five tips to help you with cravings. And you can also come say hi on my Facebook page, Life After Sugar, as well as on my Instagram account at My Life After Sugar. So here's Veronique's inspiring story. So can you tell me a little bit about your before story? Oh yeah, I I started feeling, I was exhausted about feeling ashamed at myself. I was ashamed of feeling this uh, toxicity, feeling this, um, I was uh, quite an addict to sugar. Okay, mm -hmm. and a month before quitting sugar, I quitted cigarette and alcohol. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was too overwhelming and I wanted to feel more connected to my life and to the people that I love, starting with myself. So that was a huge trip for me to leave everything, to let go of all these toxic substances. So I decided that sugar was going to go too, <laughs> because it was in the way to love it was in the way of having a clear mind and being free not having any thought that is in my way to what I really want in my life wow. which was and how did you come to that conclusion that it was sugar doing this <laughs> yeah um I realized that I had cravings in the middle of the afternoon. Always I wanted sugar at night to feel reassured, to feel, um, you know, more comfy, more secure. It brought me all these feelings. Well, it, it, it didn't brought me these feelings. It answered to a lack I was experiencing, to something I was looking for to a lack of ability to manage my feelings when I felt overwhelmed, like with sadness, anger, anything that was an unsatisfying emotions, I used sugar. That was like your coping mechanism? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. And I realized that 
I, I couldn't realize that until I quitted uh, cigarette smoking, uh, alcohol, which also served this purpose, you know, to let go of a bit of the stress, temper, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We know. Okay. <laughs> so when did you decide this? When did you make this decision? In August 2018. <laughs> and how old were you then? 37. And were you experiencing um, like physical discomforts as well as like emotional ones? I didn't know. This is something I really realized when I uh, quitted sugar. I realized that I had digestive problems. I was not even aware of that because I thought that having gases, having discomfort was part of my normal life. So, yeah, because you, you just thought, well, it's just normal for me to be uncomfortable, gassy. Yeah. Yeah, all this. Wow. Okay. And you just discovered that it wasn't normal when you quit sugar? Exactly. I felt life. <laughs> I felt real life. I felt alive. I felt all the energy that could go, all the flow that was inside of me that I didn't know I was blocking with sugar. And did that uh, express itself in your digestion as well? Oh, yeah, right away, almost right away. I felt no discomfort. Uh, <laughs> that was really amazing. That was a big realization. And only for this, if it was only for this thing, I would not come back in. anyways. <laughs> only for this particular uh, benefit. Yeah, you wouldn't look back. You, you'd quit sugar even if it was just for that one digestive benefit absolutely absolutely than all the others yeah but, but the good thing is you had all the others on top of that oh yeah yeah so i i uh, was able to <laughs> get my power back to decide what i want or not and uh to be able to manage my you know the emotional flow i mean to be more aware to be more conscious of what is there exactly. What needs does it serve when I eat sugar? And now it's not when I eat sugar, if it's I wanna whatever, you know, try to patch this feeling or if I want to get rid of this over feeling of being overwhelmed or anger or sadness. Because it's uncomfortable when you take away that sugar screen, you have to actually face your feelings your real feelings mm -hmm. and emotions and that's tough if you don't know how to cope with them yeah so what kind of coping methods did you use yeah I first of all I prepared myself because I knew what was coming <laughs> I knew what it was and I wanted to be ready ready to face it so I got informed about sugar I and um I prepared my whole um, everything I needed for the next months, I got ready to get rid of every source of sugar in the house. So I studied, I got informed, and I also made a list of all the things I could do to cope with stress when it faces, when it arrives. So what am I going to do? And I actually got a pen and paper and wrote it down, everything. Wow. So can you give me a couple of concrete examples of yes. the kinds of things that came up? Yeah. Well, 
in the the practice on the practical practical side there's running doing yoga and breathing breathing this simple act of breathing changes everything it changes everything because you are in a place it puts you in a place where you can just face what is whatever rises yes definitely and and what kind of things came up that made you stressed or overwhelmed or all of these so-called uncomfortable feelings which i just call feelings uh what brings like uh, <clears throat> maybe yeah, what kind of life circumstances made you feel uncomfortable I could be conflict with my husband, uh, the stress of being a new mom, uh, starting my company as an entrepreneur, <laughs> major life uh, transitions as uh, just I at this moment I just we just bought a house, we just moved in a house. I was looking back, I was looking to go back uh, uh, to work, and then you know, all these major life situations. But I think the things that get me the most, <laughs> that get me cut the most into emotions um, is, you know, just the regular things in life. Having a conflict with your husband, not agreeing on things, um, you know, uh, feeling alone sometimes, you know. It's real life. It's um, real life happens whether or not you eat sugar. Oh yeah. So what I found, uh, you know, and other people have cut sugar is, it, it doesn't become some kind of rainbows. You know, marshmallow <laughs> really isn't a marshmallow world. But it, the real life doesn't change just because you've cut sugar. But your relationship to real life changes. Definitely. It's just like the, maybe you said it's not rainbows and marshmallow, just like, oh, I'm going to get thin now. My, my life is going to be a happier life. I'm going to be free. I'm going to be so awesome. No, <laughs> you're just more yourself. You're just more yourself. And I, this is what I am now. I am the closest to who I am that I ever been in my life. And is that just from cutting sugar or is that something else? involved is the whole thing is the whole thing of wanting to get rid of all these these toxic relationships in my life and I realized the biggest strongest <laughs> toxic relationship was with myself and undoing all these uh bad habits or I don't like to say bad habits but not serving habits not serving habits to get rid of these brought me closer to who I am, to what I want, to my real life purpose, to what I can achieve, to my strength, you know? Yes, I know. Yes, I get it. <laughs> Would you say that you're stronger than most people? Than most people? I don't know if I can compare this because I think everybody leans lean on their strengths and they are all different i don't know if i would say if i would put it this way because a lot of people see us who have cut out sugar as being somehow stronger more disciplined or mm -hmm. better 
And, you know, for, for, for me, at least, I'm like, no, I'm so not better than anybody. I just, and maybe because I learned to love myself more. Mm-hmm. Is that the case for you? Yeah. And I hear totally, I hear totally what you say, because I see that I saw that now people are used to my lifestyle, but I saw that, like, I, you know, these ideas that I wanted to be pure and <laughs> that I was more disciplined. Maybe I am a really disciplined and into action woman. I go right to the point, but I think that anyone who really wants something can get it. Mm-hmm. If it's really important, we all put what we value more in the um, in front of our day on the top of our list, and we whether it's conscious or not, we decide, we choose according to our internal values. And this is a question of priorities: what you want more, and what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, that's very wise. And so how do you feel now physically? Um, because you don't eat sugar, you don't eat flour or grains? Is that I right? eat flour. I eat flour, but uh, I feel I feel it. Okay. I feel it. I think I try not to eat too much flour, but I cut off the uh, fructose, mm-hmm. but not all fruits and, you know, like... Uh, I eat fruits for the fibers, but not every fruits all the time. You know, I eat more vegetables. And so how do I feel now? I feel more healthy than I've ever felt in my life. And I am 39. I and feel like you- I, I was sick before. I feel like literally like I was sick before and now I, I recovered. <laughs> and now you recovered. That's amazing. It's like you're turning back time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have energy all day long. I have energy all day long. And that happened like within the few weeks after I got checked off. Yes, it didn't take long. No, 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 no. A few weeks only. Did you suffer during like a kind of a detox period or something? No, I didn't. I really didn't. I think I was really well prepared. I switched the sugar for good fats and I really changed my... uh, uh, the way I was eating, no doubt that was eating that, you know, poorly, but I introduced more nuts, the more of everything I really love, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> what? You actually love good food? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I love vegetables so much. Green beans are my favorite. <laughs> what? I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> Just <laughs> So, so you just feel great. Is there any downside to living free from sugar? No, not for me. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Some people see me, my mother look at me like, oh, sorry, I wanted to give you to uh, propose you some dessert. Oh, I don't want to make you feel bad. Oh, it must be hard to say no. And I'm like, no, no, not at all. It's not a need. It never... Yeah been it never was a need it is not a need it never was do you find that your level of comfort with yourself and your choices creates discomfort in other people it could but I do not accord too much importance to this 
now, so I guess I don't see it anymore. But in the beginning, it was really hard to, to feel. And you know, it's, it's, in, it's like in anything, when you feel a lack of confidence in some part of yourself, people are gonna challenge this because <laughs> this is how life it is. It's like a mirror. If you feel a lack of confidence in your choice, whatever it is, you will feel like um, opposition to it. Yes. Yes, that makes sense. Yes. So I know we talked about social pressure before, you know, and other people's comments about your own choices. And as you were giving the example of your mom, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. projection of projecting what she thinks you think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so how do you deal with that? What do you actually say to people who project their own feelings onto you? I remind them that this is not how I feel. And as for anything else, I remember, I remind myself that it's their own way of seeing. It has nothing to do with me. It's their own way of seeing. It's theirs. Yeah. It's not mine. Yes. Yes. Very wise. Yeah. And very healthy. That's another part, I think, of, of being healthy is to have those boundaries to recognize yes. other people are not me. Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. But thank you so much. Thank you for talking to me. That was really a pleasure for me to share this with you. I really love sharing with you, Neta, and especially on live subjects, because it's not only about sugar. <laughs> yeah, it's not about sugar. It's about life after sugar and it's real life. Yes. Thank you. Yes, real life. Real people here on the Life After Sugar podcast You know, I don't think that there are enough people on this planet who feel good. And if there's more people like Veronique who feel good, who feel powerful, and who feel at peace with their life and with their food, then all the better. And if Life After Sugar can help, great! Don't forget to check out the Life After Sugar program on aftersugarclub.com and click on the button. Join the program to learn more about the Life After Sugar program. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, scroll down and leave me a positive review. I'd really appreciate it. That's it for this week. Keep in touch and see you soon for another episode.